0: and welcome to another segment of The Last Word. I'm Dan Roberts, the publisher of The Vegas Voice, and our goal is to introduce you to all the people who have decided to run for elected office. I am extremely lucky today because I have, honest to God, one of my favorite people, and I will explain why, and that is Las Vegas City Councilwoman Victoria Sina. Victoria Thank you so much for being here.
1: My pleasure. It's always my pleasure to meet with you and Ron and talk about what's happening in the senior community.
0: And we're going to go into that, but I, I think I have to fully disclose how much Ron and I care, respect, and endorse Victoria Seaman. And if you just give me a minute, if you don't mind, is that four, five, six years ago, when we first got involved with guardianship, Rhonda and I went up to Carson City to the legislature to talk about guardianship and all the problems that are there. After we left the Democratic side, I'm not even gonna go into the assemblyman who said no. We then met with assemblywoman at that time, Victoria Seaman. And I want you to know that was the first time I met you. Yes. I want you to know that she made it very, very clear to me that she would get it passed, And so help me God, she did it. I want you to understand that there are a few unsung heroes of the guardianship reform in the state of Nevada, and this young lady right here is the one who pushed it through. So anyone who ever does anything about guardianship, the person to thank is now Councilwoman Las Vegas, City Councilwoman Victoria Seaman. So Victoria, on behalf of Ryan and myself, the Vegas Voice, any of those seniors who are caught up in this guardianship mess, We thank you because you're the one that got it
1: done. Well, thank you. And not without really being educated by you and Rana about what was going on. And you guys are really the true heroes because you brought it to everyone's attention. And I just couldn't believe that we had antiquated laws and they were not good for seniors and they were hurting people. And so I just have to thank you for bringing it to my attention. Well,
0: now that we thank each other, it's a really <laughs> nice touch. And again, I want to make it also very clear that Rhonda Goodman, myself, and the Vegas voice, without a doubt, endorsing you for your re-election campaigns thank you. for uh War II. Let's talk about Ward Two. What was it like going from a Nevada Assemblywoman to a Las Vegas City Councilwoman?
1: Well, as you know, how difficult it is to get things passed in state legislature, you have to get it by Two houses, 63 legislators, and you have to pray that they don't change the original bill. And when they do, you have to make sure that you're still getting the results that was intended in the bill. And on the council, we can really make things happen even quicker and easier because really it's one vote. No caucus. I mean, it's actually you've got seven votes, but it's one caucus. No caucus And you are able to really just talk to the other council members and try to get something through as an ordinance. Very different than legislature. Do
0: you you find it more enjoyable in
1: terms of the satisfaction of getting things done or you're frustrated by it? Just Absolutely satisfied because, as I said, we get things done. They're immediate results. And um, I feel like I'm doing my best work here with my team. That we're able to make a difference in the community, we're able to work with local law enforcement and different agencies, and actually make things happen that make the community better.
0: Yep. Well, and besides the community, because I want to discuss this briefly, you're heavily involved with dogs and cats and Absolutely. animals in general. Talk a little bit about that because I mean that's something you really grabbed and and you're doing
1: something about it on a positive nature. Well, as you know, I mean those are those are the. I am most happy to help those without a voice, children, seniors, and animals. Animals don't really have a voice. And we've seen um, things with the animal foundation, the shelters, that really need to be fixed. So I have been working with them to get dogs adopted out. We just changed an ordinance. Uh, There was only, you were only allowed three animals Mm -hmm. in the city. And there's so many animals up for adoption, stuck in shelters and cages because of the whole COVID thing that's happened. A lot of people had to surrender their animals. So I changed the ordinance to make sure that people can have more animals. Um, I'm also in the process now of making sure that these places that do overnight hotels, anything with a live animal, that they have a background check. We Have gotten a lot of complaints of different businesses that pop up with live animals and animals are not taken care of in those places. So, um, it's, it's been really near and dear to my heart to really make sure that we take care of those that don't have a voice.
0: And again, you go from seniors and guardians of the animals. And I, I guess, you know, one of the questions I want to ask you is life under COVID over the last couple of years. I mean, you were city
1: council. How did it affect things? How did, where did we go from here? Well, I think that the main thing that I was concerned about during COVID was our businesses, uh, our small businesses, because they were shut down, yeah. which I thought was very unfair that we left bigger businesses open and shut down smaller business. I think that uh, people should have had a choice if they wanted to go into those businesses. So I've been really a strong advocate for small business. Um, and making sure that there was something we could do for even restaurants during COVID that we were able to make sure they were able to do to-go orders and whatever we could do on a city level. And I think that we did our best to try to help them to survive. Mm-hmm. And even after with the different monies that were available, federally and statewide, we, we made sure that we did seminars, much like the guardianship ones, right. where we could um, put businesses with resources Um, I think that I'm so grateful that we got rid of the mask mandate and that we're, you know, again, I think that people have a choice if they want to wear a mask, that's okay. But these mandates haven't been good for anyone. And I'm just happy that we're moving beyond COVID and it's going to be with us. It's going to be with us for a long time, but now we know better, um, how to handle, uh, a surge. You know,
0: assuming you get reelected, and of course you should be. The, the question I have is what do you envision for the future? What would you like to do now that you get reelected as a councilman?
1: I would like to continue to serve on this on the local level. Mm-hmm. I love being on the local level. I love um serving and doing whatever I can to make the community safer, um better in every way that I can, and I think that there's much work for me to do on the local level and I envision my future there in in the city. And
0: again, uh, as you'll see on the screen, you sponsored a guardianship senior scam seminar. Let me just make sure the date right, which is gonna be on March 21 at the Sahara Library. You do a number of those those things to help the community, up.
1: We do. We we bring people together once a month for what's called um, uh, Breakfast Buzz, What War 2 Biz. By the way, you should come to one of those. They're a lot of fun. And we sponsor breakfast from 9 to 10 once a month on Saturday. And really, that is about bringing the community together. And let's hear about the issues. Uh, we also usually have a metro officer or a marshal. So if people have questions about public safety. And we do it every month since I've been elected. I mean, we stop for a short time during COVID. but And we also have what is called Ward 2 Saturday Small Business. Every Saturday, we feature a small business in Ward 2. And we make sure that um, if they want to be featured, that we go out and film them. And, and this is just being out there, active, and being part of the community and helping wherever we can.
0: You know, and let me give one more plug for you because again, you've been extremely helpful for seniors. Again, through uh, Ronnie's efforts and your cooperation and help, we now have a Vegas Voice Concern Friends and Neighbors program, and you helped mm-hmm. set it up. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a thing; it's a program whereby if seniors don't know what happened to their neighbors. They can't find their neighbors. What happened to them? They're afraid to call 911 or 311. And right. again, thanks to your help, we now have Metro fully involved working with Ronald so that this stuff never happens again. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's the little things that make all the difference in the world. And you get credit for it because, you know, my question that I've been asking people is, well, what, what can you do to help seniors? Except you've already shown it. I mean, I, again, give credit where credit is due. And, uh, I mean, we Dan, just, I shouldn't I have done it
1: without you and Ron making me aware of the issues. And I think that is what's so important. And that's what I strive to tell constituents out there. Come to our events. Let me know what the problems are. I can't solve them unless I know about them. And I'm willing to. I, I don't believe there's anything <clears throat> that we can't fix.
0: Well, the church, I mean, I have your phone number. And I have your email, but if somebody wants more information about you, they want to volunteer, they want to contribute, anything to help you, how do they get a hold of you?
1: Well, if it's a constituent um, that needs to reach out for an issue, they can call my office, 702-229-2420. And if somebody would like to help with my campaign, they can email me at victoria at com. And my website is victoria at com.
0: Thank you. And you know what? And usually I tell people that I wish you all the best, and et cetera, et cetera. But I have to tell you, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with Victoria on all your issues, Ron and I have never met somebody with such integrity, such honesty. And I want you to understand, I can tell you for an absolute fact, maybe no one likes politicians, but you have got above and beyond the seniors. And I think every person over 50 owes a debt of gratitude to you for what you've done and what you're continuing to do. So I thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you and Ron. honor. Oh, it's our pleasure. So hopefully we'll have you back on again. I would love to. You got it? And this is Dan Roberts for the last word at the Vegas word saying we will see you again.
1: So I thank you. Thank you.